1: Yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, or you listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's celebrating Bear Shirt Thursday. It is Ashley Pickle.
0: Yeah, uh, well, let's stand up here. It says life is better around a campfire and with a bear. Got a Look bear, that bear on it. Big ol' bear. Bear Shirt Thursday. Big ol' bear. Howdy.
1: Uh, today is Thursday. June 17th, 2021, 161 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Mark Lynn Baker. Mark Lynn Baker turned 66 today. He, of course, was Larry on Perfect Perfect Strangers. Larry. On today's – oh, I guess it's episode 1187. On today's show, guys, I threw out a topic on Twitter.
0: Crowdsourcing. I
1: crowdsourced a segment, and we're going to talk about the most (laughs) underrated Texas high school football coaches – I'll take you through my process. I'll share with you your picks and stuff like that. We'll talk the most underrated Texas high school football coaches coming up here in a moment. Back half the show. It's rankings reveal season, and we are continuing to let you see the top tens in the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. That's over here. Um, uh, Today, we're revealing 3A. 3A Division II and 3A Division I. I think they're... I think there's drama at the top of both of these. Uh, let's yes. put let's put it this way. I, do I too. think if you wanted to say that in 2A Division 2 you could see Mart being the number 1 team. Yes. I buy that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of drama and a lot of dis- there were decisions to be made. The playing real discussion was a lot more open. Correct. Here. There's big discussions to be had in 3A. And so we will discuss 3A and reveal the top 10 of the 3A ranking coming period of back half the program. Do we have first four through the door?
0: We sure do. It was Daniel Agnew, Tony Blaylock, Aaron Flynn, and Andrew Christensen. Welcome in, fellas.
1: Okay. Yesterday, no, not yesterday, Tuesday. Tuesday, bad start. In three. two. Two. On Tuesday, here on Texas Football Today, we revealed our 40 under 40. Uh, the best young coaches in Texas, uh, according to Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, we revealed uh, the, the the honorees this year. Uh, of course, we they're still great coaches, and, and, and with only 40 spots, you're going to leave off some fantastic coaches. For example, Barry Neely is not on there. Barry Neely is a running back's coach at, at UTEP. I think he's fantastic, right? Uh, as was mentioned, Riley Dodge was not in there. Part of that is because Riley Dodge was on the past couple of years. But, yeah. We want to give give spots to other people. But it got me thinking, and, and one thing I thought about was, you know, I don't know a time in which Texas high school football has had such a great depth of young coaching. Mm-hmm. I think there's just an outstanding – I think, needless to say, there is this – Older generation of coaches who are fantastic, right? Yeah, the right?
0: the Randy Allens, the Gary Josephs, the guys that have been yeah. tenured. The you could OGs. say. there you go, tenured. The is OGs. A good way.
1: There's this outstanding crop of legends yeah. at the top, but I also think like the new generations here, and you've got this really good generation of young coaches who are coming up, mm-hmm. and it got me thinking about the depth of coaching in this state, and it got me thinking about man. There are some really, really good coaches that nobody talks about. Like, we just don't talk about enough. Not that nobody talks talks about
0: about them. them. Right.
1: But we don't talk about them from a statewide perspective enough. And so I started thinking about who are, in my mind, the most underrated coaches in Texas high school football. Who are the ones who are flying under people's radar that we don't, that we should be talking about more and more, but maybe we haven't. And so what I did was here's the order of operations here what i did was i made my list mm-hmm. i came up with a list of 10 that i thought off the top of my head i was like these are guys that i think are super good coaches mm-hmm. that probably are not probably are do not get the attention from the statewide level that right. i think their ta- their coaching talent level would Normally require normally mm-hmm. get,
0: and I think this is like to precursor this a good thing to say is we understand that everyone in these region under like knows how good these sure. specific coaches are. You don't have to yell at us. We think that they're fantastic coaches. This is just saying from a statewide from a perspective, statewide
1: perspective that like if you were to ask John Q Texas high school football fan about great coaches. They would rattle off some of the names we were talking about. Scott Surratt. You know Scott Surratt, Phil Danaher, Banner- uh, Tim Buchanan, mm-hmm. uh, Randy Allen, right? Gary Joseph. There are some old, st- old, I don't mean that. There are some standbys, right? Some right. old standards, right? That you go, yeah, these are great coaches. That Household
0: names. Scott that Surratt's not going to be on my fan. list. Right.
1: Because everybody at this point, if you don't know that Scott Surratt's a great coach, that's on you. <laughs> Give right.
0: Get the 62nd edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. <laughs> so. So. You and your bud. Here.
1: (laughs) So And so what I did, the order of operations, because I didn't want to poison this well. Okay. I came up with my list of 10. And then I threw it out on Twitter. And I said, who's on your list? Mm -hmm. And there was some overlap. Yes. There was some overlap. And so I want to show you my 10. The 10, my picks for 10 of at least the most underrated coaches in Texas high school football uh, this year. I also left this up to only active Head coaches. That's If good. we start getting into the defensive coordinators, then, like, we'll be here all day, yep, right? Because exactly. there are so many great guys who haven't had a shot to be a head coaches mm-hmm. yet. I went with Brady Carney at Munster. I think Brady Carney at Munster is so grossly underappreciated what he does there. He's mm-hmm. one of the, like, most successful coaches in Texas that, like, nobody talks about.
0: He's so consistent.
1: Unbelievable. I mean, and I think what he does there at, at Munster – so and, and part of it I think is that he he only has that one title right and that's mm-hmm. that's not fair but like he only has that one title but but you're talking about a guy who right now I've got my spreadsheet up Brady Carney has a record of 128 and 22. That's insane. Okay, he has a higher winning percentage. He has a higher winning percentage than D W Rutledge. I mean, he has been incredible. And at that level, too. For sure, at the the small school level where there's so much turnover. Right. right? Chris Tackett at Winthorce was another one that sprung to mind. And I think that people are starting to figure out because of their state championship that I think that people are figuring out that he's a really good coach. And and I think this is an important caveat to, to, to hand out. We talk a lot about Winthorpe's title last year as an upset, because it was. It was an upset to go and beat Mart, the, the number one team, the undisputed team in one, in 2A Division 2. Undisputed, best team in 2A Division 2. Like, they were the clear favorite. It was an upset. But what Chris Tackett's been doing at Winthorpe for a long time has been really impressive. and we, and And it was a really good team last year, and he's always had really good teams. And so... You can hold those two thoughts in your hand, head at the same time. It was an upset to beat Mart, and what Chris Tackett has done at Winthorst over the course of his career there has been exceptional. Mm-hmm. Craig Stump at Humble Atascasita is another one. Uh, the former Texas A&M Aggie, of course. Uh, I, I think we take for granted how consistent Atascasita is. Yep. I think it's hard a, in a big school district like that to be as good as they are every single year, but he is. And and I think that's in large credit to, to what Coach Stump does at Atascosita. Um, Manny Gomez at Harlingen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, part of this is a is a, a this is pure geography. Yep. It's like people don't th- people statewide because the RGV is not competing for state championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't think about there being great coaches. But Manny Gomez is uh, Manny Gomez is 122 and 40 in his head coaching career. Yeah. Manny Gomez has a better winning percentage than Todd Dodge. Yep. Okay, Manny Gomez has been exceptional at Harlingen. Craig Horn at Italy is another one. Uh, another one in, in the, the Central Texas area, a guy who was 123 and 42 in his career. I mean, a guy who has been just exceptional. As the head coach there,
0: and uh, a guy that does not want to be put in the spotlight. No, 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 no. He <laughs> he loves you covered, it. You covered you covered Italy, game, yep. right? I covered Italy and Rio Vista in the uh, in the playoffs, and he was, you know, he's happy to hang back. He he will talk to you, and he will give you great answers. He's a super nice guy, but he loves X's and O's.
1: Yeah, is he's, he's 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 a bit of a wonk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and those guys maybe part of it is uh, to be a big time head. A high school football coach, uh-huh. like like a, a big name, I think you you and, have to put yourself out there. You do have a little to put bit. yourself out there, and and I think if you hold yourself back, then that might be something that that maybe people don't necessarily realize. Um, another one that I I, I think is in the private school ranks is David Bowden at Fort like Nolan. Um, I think what he has done at Nolan has been exceptional. Um, he's turned them into a private school powerhouse and every single year you know what you're getting from them. Uh, This is a guy who is 40 and 15 there at Nolan. He's 73 and 20 overall. Um, Yeah, and every single year, and they have a lot of turnover, because Mm -hmm. the the private school ranks inherently have more turnover, but he he is consistent as the day is long. I think David Bowden's super underrated. Brent Sniffen at Belton is another one. Um, I think he does such an incredible job at Belton, and and part of it I think is that Belton itself is a little bit underrated. I think it's uh, fair or not and Belton fans are gonna be very mad when I say this mm-hmm. but like temple because they're down there temple kind right. of sucks up a lot of the oxygen in the room oh yeah but Belton uh, last well, year until it you're right in between
0: Austin and Waco it's right. like that's a people get and, spread out down there right
1: and and the other thing about him is because you know last year obviously wasn't wasn't uh, gr- his uh, great for him in, in his first year uh, but here's a guy who I th- you know he was in his first year it didn't go as well as he was hoping it would go. But I think that better things are on on the horizon. There's a reason that they went to him because he was so good at Fort pin Ridge Point, mm-hmm. and I think that this is gonna. I think he's a guy at Belton that that is super underrated. Jake Walksmith at uh, at at um at Saint Paul is another one that they again super super underrated. And again, part of it is that because they are in. Shiner, right, mm-hmm. and Shiner, of course, the defending state champs. There's a lot of attention paid to them. Shiner Saint Paul is routinely one of the very best private mm-hmm. school teams in the state, um, and
0: their athletics program. We have yeah. family friends that both their sons went there. Their whole athletics program competes at like the highest level. It's all the it's time. incredible, it's and insane. and what
1: Coach Jake Walksmith does down there is inc- 111 and 35 in his time there, he's been just exceptional. Rod Blunt at at Navarro um, is another one that. Uh, and part of it is they have not really been able to get over that hump, mm-hmm. but they are so consistent. Every single year, they are so consistent. And a guy who, you know, he's 34, I think he's 34, let me make sure I get this right. He's 34 and 7 at um, at Navarro. Before he was at Navarro, um, you know, he was at Mathis, and he, I mean, he took Mathis to a semifinal title game semifinal yep. back in 2015. It must have been semifinal I think in 2015. It was semifinal. And and he has been exceptional. I think he's super underrated. And part I think another part of it is because they run the slot T. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not fancy. They're not shiny. They're not it's shiny. Not the shiny. Toy. Exactly <laughs> right. And then Jamal Fenner at Austin LBJ. And I think that last year, hopefully, people started to realize what a good coach he was. Uh, and and what I what I hope people realize is yes, is it nice to have. Latrell McCutcheon and Andrew McCuba on your team, 100%. <laughs> and Jamal Fenner will not apologize for coaching those two guys. But he is a guy that I think is – he stands on his own merits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what Jamal Fenner does there at Austin LBJ, I think that's a tough job. Uh, and he, what he does down there uh, I think has been has been very, very impressive in his three years there at Austin LBJ. Those are my picks for the most underrated coaches. That was off the top of my head yesterday while I was thinking about it. Right. What I did then was I threw it out on Twitter, Mm -hmm. and everyone came calling. Yes. Everyone wanted to tell me who they thought was the most underrated coach. And So this is an admittedly incomplete list of who the fans threw out there, and I won't read all of the names. If you're listening on the podcast, you can go to TexasFootball.com. We'll have this up there. But a good mix of guys here, some of them – like, for example – I don't think, like, if you say that John Kay is underrated, like, I, I think I would reject that. Yes. I also think Coach Kay would reject that. Yes. But there are some other guys here that I do think are worthy of, of shouting out here. I think Chris Lancaster at Little, R- Little River mm-hmm. Academy is a great pick.
0: The Swole bees, man. What he's
1: done has been exceptional. Very, very good. Jordan Black at Fort Bend Christian at the private school ranks, another one that I think is is impressive. We've talked about what Mike Spradlin does at Rockwall Heath, what he mm-hmm. did at Temple, what he's done all over. He is a, a program builder. Um, Joseph I- Turner from Fort Worth Northside, of course, was on our 40 under 40 list.
0: Doug Warren from Wimberley, yeah, I like that another, one a another, whole lot.
1: Well, and that's, a, that's another example of a guy who – um, not a secret in Wimberley how good he is. No, exactly. You know? and, 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 Regional. And, and I would even say to 4A fans, folks who f- cover 4A, I don't think it's a secret to them either no. because they are so consistent. Um, Mark Bindle at Wichita Falls Riders, another one that, that popped up. Monty Stumbaugh at at, uh, at Hidalgo, who is a longtime Port Isabel coach and did mm-hmm. incredible things down there in the Rio Grande Valley.
0: Matt Poe at Pottsboro yep. strikes me as another one that we were talking about earlier that he, kind of, like Craig Horn, that kind of mm-hmm. likes just, you know, everyone knows how good Pottsboro is, but he doesn't need to be put single singularly in the spotlight. Uh,
1: Brandon Schmidt at Prosper was a name that came up a lot. Yep. B.J. Gotti at, uh, at, at Katie Pato is another one. Uh, Devin Dorris at Azel was another one that came up uh, a, a lot. Uh, Luke Blackwell's. Uh, Luke Blackwell's done incredible Great. work at, at Um Yeah, and and look, this is... I, I, I might have missed one or two on here that, that are on the list, but as I after I tweeted that, this came up and like whenever people started doing it, and what I've spent my evening going is like, ooh, that's a good pick. Ooh, that's a really good pick. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I should have put him on there. Ooh, can I find a way to put him on there? And, and by the way, there were a couple on... My list that I just I didn't include here. Like there were people who said Chris Tackett, and I'm like, yeah, I agree. He's already (laughs) on my list. So here's I just think this is interesting, and 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 I think what this says is, a of course Texas high school football is super regionalized, right? It's like you 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 cover you you follow your team, and you you Mm -hmm. know generally speaking, you think your coach is good, or or a guy who's in (laughs) your district, things like that. I get that. What I think is the bigger uh, statement here Mm -hmm. is. Look at the depth of coaching here. It's insane. Right? I mean, we're talking about this is I can't count this, but this is probably forty-five names. Yeah. Ish, uh, probably forty-five names, and then you add in like mine, and there's another fifty-five. We're talking about fifty-five guys we think are underrated. Yeah. Exactly. Like we're not talking about guys who are known to be fantastic, fantastic. head coaches. Yeah. We're talking guys that people think are underrated. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself, I think, speaks to the incredible depth of coaching in this state. Yeah, and, and that's the real headliner for me here, is we can certainly agree on who should be on what list and things like that, and we'll ne- you know, we're never going to come up with the same list, right? But what it does is all these guys are coaching in the same league. Yep. and that's pretty impressive. The fact that you're able to get that is is awfully impressive. So, and I
0: think two like two two names that really pop out is Alan Metzl at Gilmer yep. and Trey Brooks at Rockwall. We're talking about them as being underrated head coaches, and they both last year was their first year as a head coach. Yeah. like that's insane.
1: I mean, it's been very. I mean, what 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 it, it's it's impressive. And and this is not even to mention all the impressive, the really good coordinators that were mm-hmm. mentioned and and a lot of assistants and stuff who are on the rise. You know, like. Uh, there's a number of guys on this list, uh, like on the 40 under 40, who are not on this. Yeah. And part of it was, well, they haven't coached a game yet, like uh, DJ Man, our mm-hmm. buddy DJ Man out there at Lubbock Coronado. Yeah. I think DJ Man's going to be successful. Yeah. will be really, really good. Uh,
0: Eric Mims out at uh, yeah. Eric uh, Mims, Amarillo
1: Paladuro, like guys like that. I'm very interested at Kyle Westerberg at, mm-hmm. at 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 White House. Those guys are, I think, are going to be successful. We just like they haven't coached that a game yet, and so I didn't right. want to. I didn't want to bog it all down with that. And so those are to me, I think the the exciting thing is that we get to watch all of them. Yeah, is that all of them operate in the state of Texas and the depth of coaching here in the state of Texas is, is just simply unmatched. And it it's, really it's is really really impressive. So anyway, let us know in the comments who you think is the most underrated coach in Texas high school football. And if you say like Scott Surratt, or you say like Randy Allen, yeah, or you say right. like Gordon Wood. I'm gonna be mad. So don't <laughs> say it. Okay. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com Become a Dave Campbell's Textbook Insider. Oh, my Whoa, gosh. Whoa,
0: by Scott. Like, Scott like, you just oh, said they couldn't put Scott in the, oh, Scott, in the so comments, sorry. and then you just slapped him out of there. I'm so sorry, s- I'm so sorry Coach. <laughs> Take that. I'm so sorry.
1: Uh, become a Dave <laughs> Campbell's Textbook so Insider. Excited. Get the <laughs> 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Textbook <laughs> Calamity in the, in the studio. Uh, Textable.com slash subscribe uh, if you become a Dave Campbell's Textbook Insider. Got some exciting things coming up for you, we including sure next week – You can watch them
0: seven on seven. That was crazy. I don't know what just happened, but I know we're going to see.
1: right. You can watch the state seven-on-seven 7 tournament live on TexanLive.com. Dave Campbell's Texan Live, uh, exclusively uh, airing the state seven-on-seven 7 tournament, and you can watch it for free. How much pickle? For free. Three ninety-nine. <laughs> for free. Thanks to our friends at the Texas Army National Guard. Uh, June twenty-four through twenty-six on TexanLive.com, we will have uh, four fields going.
0: Yes, four uh, fields going. Yeah, because it'll it's it's, so it's, two, two, it's full fields two full fields, s- fields, but they're split halves. into two. Yeah, so yeah, forty-five yeah. yard fields. Um,
1: and so yeah, make sure you check that out. Uh for free. Watch the state seven-on-seven tournament from College Station next week. Move this so I don't knock our friends. Yeah, t-
0: Tony Playlock said we gotta we gotta cut that clip of you just backhanding the hell out of Scott Serrant.
1: <laughs> Coach knows that I love him. That's <laughs>
0: fine.
1: We're buddies.
0: He's gonna punch you with those rings. You better watch out. Oh, yeah. Pickle,
1: it is it is Rankings reveal season. rankings season. We are revealing the 2021 preseason top 10, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Of course, we are the official rankings provider of the Associated Press. So these are the official preseason rankings for Texas high school football. We know it's June, but guess what? Football's a-coming, and we're excited about it. And we will now reveal the 3A Division II Top ten. Of course, we have expanded rankings in the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which you can get at texasfootball.com/slash subscribe. We will start with the number ten team. The Eagles of Lexington are the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, an 8-4 and four squad from last year. This is a team that we think has a chance to be very good, thanks in large part to Jared Kerr. Uh, of course, they have been consistently excellent over the course of the last few years. This is a very dangerous Lexington squad. They are the number nine, 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. We're going to stick in Region 4 for number 9, where we find the Brahmas of East Bernard. Uh, last year, I think, probably a bit of a disappointing year. They lost to, to Lexington in that opener, but this is a team that I think the defense has a chance uh, to really step up. Have to build up that offensive line, but East Bernard, running that slot T, going to be very dangerous. The uh, Brahmas of East Bernard, the number nine team. To number eight. Elysian Fields is the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A regional finalist last year came up just short to Wascom. But this is a team that brings back 14 starters, including eight on their defense. If they can find a quarterback, then I think Elysian Fields has a chance to be very good. They're number eight. Number seven. The Eagles of Holiday are the number 8-7 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football this year. A regional semifinalist from last year went 11-2. and two. The backfield is back. The linebacking core is back. They have to replace some offensive line uh, pieces. But th- I think this defense could lead the way early for the Eagles, and they are a potential high-riser here. I think 7, actually, if I can tell you, mm-hmm. maybe a little low for them. But we're starting them off at number 7, Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Holiday Eagles. Number six, the Bobcats at Childress are the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Fifteen starters back from last year's regional finalist squad. Uh, and they're anxious for another shot at Canadian. Uh, they think that they could, they've got a shot to, to win this region. I think they've got a shot to win this region. Thanks in large part to what will be a very experienced squad. Childress, number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top five, we go where we find the Newton Eagles. Uh, last year, a 7-3 and three mark lost in the area round, and, and I think that this was, I think last year, uh, obviously a little bit disappointing uh, for what they've they've kind of become accustomed to, mm-hmm. but I think this is they're setting up for a big comeback. Yes. I think they bring back seven starters on both sides of the ball. This is a team that I think is ready to pounce, a team that's ready to prove that last year is not the new norm. Mm-hmm. They are back. I like Newton, number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. But they'll have to get past the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Wascom Wildcats. State semifinalist from last year's squad is loaded for bear. Eight starters back on defense, seven starters back on offense. Depth is a little bit of an issue, but this is a very dangerous squad. In my opinion, the favorite out of Region 3, Wascom, the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Now it gets interesting, Pickle. Yes. Because we're into the top three. three where we find... Canadian. The Canadian Wildcats are the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The reigning, defending, undisputed 3A Division two state champions, of course, have tremendous tradition with Coach Chris Ketting. Uh, but will need to reload. This is a team uh, that, that is graduating one of the most talented senior classes ever out there. They have some holes to fill. Just three starters back on each side of the ball. That is a concern. But this is, this is one of the best coach teams in America. Mm-hmm. I think Canadian's going to be back in the mix. I think ca- Canadian starts the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football.
0: And clearly they fight till the end of games. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> to number two. The Tigers of Gunner are the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Last year, state semifinalist well, was pretty young took a little bit of their lumps, at least by Gunner standards. But Jake Fizzell is very excited about his squad, and so are we. Eight starters are back on both sides of the ball. This team has an opportunity to be one of the best Gunner teams ever. They begin the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The number one team in 3A Division two.
0: How about that? The
1: Lions of Franklin start the year top-ranked in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and we think last year was the hop and the skip right before the jump. Mm -hmm. This is a Franklin squad that brings back 17 starters uh, overall, including nine on that offense. The defense figures to be outstanding. This team has outstanding experience, and we think that Mark Fannin's squad is here for real. I like Franklin a lot there, the number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football to start in, three, uh, in 3A Division 2. Of course, we have expanded rankings in the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football, which you can get at slash subscribe. Okie dokie pickle.
0: On to 3A Division 1.
1: To 3A Division 1 we go. Uh, where we start with number 10, the Halotsville Bramas. Start at the year number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, state finalist, mm-hmm. number 10, right? Well, this is an interesting squad. On one hand, this is a team that brings back a lot of key pieces, a lot of the worker bees. Ten starters are back on offense. Okay, Seven starters are back on defense. There's a lot to like about this team, but they are losing that guy. They're losing the, 20, the 2020 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year in Jonathan Brooks. We still think Halitsville's got a chance to make a big rise, but they're going to have to prove it to us. They start the year number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Number nine, how about Pilot Point? Pilot yeah. Point starts the year at number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A surprise 10-4 squad from last year, a regional finalist, came up short to Jim Ned in the regional finals. This is a team that is going to be relatively young, but we think that their running game has a chance to be excellent if they can mature as the season moves on. We think Pilot Point could peak at the right time. Pilot Point begins year number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number eight, the Leopards of Lorena are the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Nine and three a year ago, a regional semifinalist, came up short in a wild shootout to Hallettsville. This offensive line has a chance to be one of the best in Texas. Plain and simple, they could be very, very good, mm-hmm. and we think that they are actually the favorite in Region Three. Lorena starts the year in, uh, in uh, number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas Football's three A Division one rankings. Number seven, a familiar face. <laughs>
0: But it's gonna be weird.
1: The zebras of Grandview are the number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. This loses an incredible senior class, uh, of course, uh, led by quarterback Dane Yench. Uh, but uh, and 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 things may be a little bit different early. Uh, what I am very interested in Grandview is I think what you're going to see in week 14 is going to be vastly different than what you see in week one. How much do they improve over the course of the season? For now, they start the year number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six, the Industrial Cobras out of Vanderbilt, Texas, are the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Regional semifinals from a year ago I think got upset by Lago Vista, but returns almost every skill position player – Uh, They do have to replace some offensive linemen, but if they rebuild this offensive line, and we've got plenty of reason to believe that they will, this defense is going to be nasty. I like this Cobras team. Vanderbilt Industrial, the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top five, Pickle, where we find the Tigers of Malakoff, starting the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Four, uh, four starters back on both sides of the squad for Coach Jamie Driscoll's bunch. Uh, a regional finalist from a year ago came up just short uh, to Mount Vernon in the regional final. This is a team going to have good leadership but has a lack of experience. Mm-hmm. Another team that may peak late. If that happens, they've got a chance to be excellent. Malakoff, the number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football get interesting now.
0: I was say, here's a maybe a hipster. <laughs> How about the Tatum
1: Eagles, the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football? And you're thinking, wait a second, they went eight and two last yeah, year. Who else in the area around? Well, this is a team that brings back eight starters on both sides of the ball. They have experience at key positions. This is a team that I think has a chance to be that high riser, that mm-hmm. team that gets that 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 maybe you're not thinking about right now. We are buying in on Tatum. I think they have a chance to be excellent. They're the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Speaking of East Texas, speaking of that district, the Gladewater Bears, the number three team at Dave Campbell's Texas football. Another team you may be like, wait a second, what? Lost in the first round to Glade uh, to Mount Vernon, and you want to put them at number three? Uh, this is a team that I think is going to benefit from that. I mm-hmm. think that they bring back a ton, especially on the defensive side. I think they have a chance to be excellent defensively. If they can fill a couple of positions on the offensive line, Gladewater's got a chance to be excellent. The Bears of Gladewater, the number three team at Dave Campbell's Texas football. Only two spots less left Pickle, and the number two spot belongs to the Eagles of Brock. With a
0: new head coach.
1: Uh, new With a new head coach uh, after the departure of, uh, up, up Chad, of World. Chad Worrell to going to El Campo. Uh, Brock is going to look a little bit different. Uh, this is going to be very interesting to see what Billy Mathis, in from Weatherford, uh, does with this bunch. Uh, but the talent is certainly there. Uh, this is a team that I think, especially in the offensive line, is going to be very, very very good. Uh, they are going to need to refill some holes defensively. That's going to be a big question for them, but make no mistake, Brock is one of the very best teams in one of the very best programs in the state of Texas. They will find a way to be a comp- contender. Brock, the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, which leaves just one team pickle. The number and one team, we go. the Indians of Jim Ned. Last year, they snuck up on us, made us look real dumb. Can't make us look dumb now. The number one team in Dave Campbell's (laughs) Texas football, the defending state champs, uh, return a ton on both sides of the ball. Uh, Coach Matt Fanning has done an outstanding job there. Xavier Wishart, their star running back is back for another senior year. Mm-hmm. This is a team that is absolutely loaded and ready for a repeat. We think that they have a chance to be very very good uh, and 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 last year we men- we mentioned a team that snuck up on us ain't sneaking up on us nope. now. The Gymnet Indians, the number one team in 3A Division 1.
0: And I think they it's funny cuz we were like, "Oh, well, they might not make it this year, but next year's their year." Like we had yeah. already called like yeah. if they don't make it to the state championship we would bet on them making it this year, and then they went out and had probably the best game of the entire, easily the best game of the entire championship slate.
1: Most certainly. And so, of course, we've got expanded rankings in the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football right here. Uh, You can get it at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. There they are, 3A rankings. Of course, expanded rankings here in this magazine. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts.
0: Um, Since I realized that we – Oop, wrong graphic there. There we go. Um since we didn't bring it up yesterday for anyone who was paying attention to our Twitter not yesterday but the day before last the person who gracefully broke their chair and fell out oh. of it in the Dave Campbell's office was none other than uh Greg Tepper over there with his cut up elbows. Look at that. So <laughs> what what happened was we're sitting there. It's quiet in the office. Everyone's got their headphones in like no one was yeah, talking. There was like a soccer
1: match going on too. Yeah,
0: so you there's a little bit of background noise, but everyone was pretty focused in on what they were doing. And all of a sudden, we hear boom, boom and then shh, glass just shattering. I'm not gonna lie, we were scared for a second that you like legitimately passed out. But what happened was homeboy over here decided to lean too far back in his chair. You deserve
1: that. You deserve that.
0: Homeboy oh boy decided to lean too far back in his chair, fell over into this picture frame. Glass went everywhere. I we went looked elbow, down and temperature- elbows first into it, sliced <laughs> it
1: up good. There was a minute there where I thought I was going to need stitches, but it's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Luckily, the, the chair you like pulled away. the chair broke, which actually was like a relief after I after that because like I didn't want to believe I was that clumsy. Yeah. Like I was like because I was leaning back in my chair. You know, like this. And then suddenly it just, like, gave. And I'm like, what? Like, uh, And suddenly, like, the laws of physics didn't apply to me. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I uh, I went elbow first into uh, into a frame and uh, sliced up my <laughs> elbow something fierce. I'm going to have a gnarly scar. It's going to yeah.
0: be good. <laughs> we're just sitting there like, okay. Like, what what happened? We look up and Tepper's just on the ground and there's just glass everywhere. And after we figured out that it was okay, like, that you were okay. Mm-hmm. It was quite comical. But mm-hmm. for a second there, it was like, oh, crap. He just passed out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: So there you go. A normal just Tuesday a normal day. in the Dave Campbell's office. It's Tepper over here just shattering glass. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. Then I walked through a paint glass window on the way home. So yeah. It's not true.
0: So anyway, to answer everyone's question, it was, uh, it was Tepper. Of course. That Who else would just be? busted. I think a lot of people thought it was me, to be fair. Like, I'm clumsy in and of itself i don't think anyone thought it was ish or shahan right i think everyone Fed had track. their bet on you or i being yeah. the one but it was a lot more comical that it was you
1: it was that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us follow us on twitter at dctf like us on facebook facebook.com slash dave campbells follow us on instagram instagram.com slash dave campbells and of course see us at texasfootball.com tomorrow we reveal the top tens in class 4a for ashley pickle i'm greg tepper vince young please can get your player of the year trophy we will see you tomorrow on texas football today